It's Thursday at noon. You know what that means. Shh, they don't, dude, they're not supposed to know that. They're not supposed to know that I'm out of town this week, and we're actually recording this episode directly after we recorded last week's episode. They're not supposed to know that. Oh, I won't tell them. Yeah, yeah, don't tell them that, that this was recorded last week, so we won't be able to talk about what happened to the race. Okay. Because this is all last, this is all week before. Just don't tell them that. But that's this week. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, the joke's too confusing. I can't, I don't remember. We're way too deep in this joke. Anyway, welcome back to Right Sides Only. I'm Turnpike. I'm Green. You, you didn't sound very confident I'm, in saying I'm, that. I'm thinking about the, it's recorded last week, but it's right now. And it's not even Thursday at all. It's Wednesday. Episodes come out Thursday at noon. I understand that. I wrote the I wrote that in the description because you decided not to put that in. Yeah, I, I, this joke is way too meta. I don't remember where. Meta's a bad company. Last time I was out of town, Green did it by himself. That sucked. So we're not doing that again. <laughs> I said once, uh, no, not doing that again. I don't mean to. I don't mean to brag. I'm the boring stats guy. You're the character. I don't mean to brag, but all by my lonesome. It didn't do terrible with views, though. Like it may have been boring, but y'all stuck through it, and I. That was that. our lowest rated episode in over nine weeks. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, since we, we were both in town still, Thank so we decided me we would down. we would because you literally just <laughs> right literally. Now. So we just got done recording last week's podcast, and what was the last thing you did in the last one? I'll tell you to shut up. That, but then you also read the comment about Green as a boomer. Yes, you're just attacking me today. Yeah, goober. All right, so we decided since we weren't going to be able to actually react to the race, we're going to do something else this week. Well, that would make sense because we can't do that. <laughs> we could. What if we <laughs> reacted? What if we reacted to the race, but we hadn't seen the race and it hadn't happened yet, and like <laughs> we just like make all these like wild correct. predictions? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if we predicted that Cody Ware intimidated I don't know Joey Logano on the final lap, and Cody Ware won at Nashville? Never know. You never know. I mean, <laughs> chances are very low <laughs> that yeah. would win the race. So that would be even wilder at that point. But no, that's not happening. So we I don't decided. Know where on earth you got that idea? That's a good one. I don't know, Cody, where you got that idea. <laughs> Man, we should write a. We, we should just write lost a NASCAR, every listener that was. We on should write a NASCAR <laughs> joke book. Gosh. Me and Dylan are really good at really stupid jokes. I mean, like, the worse they are, the better me and Dylan are. Like, one-liners and dad jokes. Me and Dylan, we got them. Do you know where you could go to learn how to drive a race car? Where? To Starcom. Because they could show you how to do it. (laughs) I had a good one the other night (laughs) online. So, I don't know if you know this, but, like, I've been trying to, like, uh, get back into exercising and working out and stuff. And the other day... Um, I couldn't find my workout book, but I found this kid's workout book. And now I'm super sore in all my head, shoulders, knees, and toes. 
knees and toes. Oh, no. Knees and toes. <laughs> <laughs> Old McDonald was dyslexic. All right, anyways. All right, we're going to move on, and we thought it would be a good idea, since we can't really react to the racing this week, that we would... We could try. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> that we could give you all an opportunity to learn a little bit about ourselves and our taste in racing and our thoughts. Not that anybody cares. <laughs> Not that anyone cares. It's just we need filler and... <laughs> Please don't think this was a cheap idea we pulled out of our backside this morning. Because it was kind of a cheap idea that we pulled out of our backside <laughs> yeah, this don't morning. Don't think that, though. Yeah. But we're going to run through our be- our top drivers today, our all-time tracks, all kinds of stuff. Um, if you'll hang around, I think it'll be a good time of debate, and I think I'm going to make some people mad. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned this when we were putting these lists together. I don't know what you have on your list that's going to make people mad. I'm, I'm going to make people but mad. But we'll see. We'll see. So... Which list of yours is going to make people mad? All time. All time? Okay. All time drivers. So we're starting with all time drivers. We're going to start with that one? Yeah, I'll You're go You're going to get everyone mad at me first? Yes, I'm going to go start first. Start at your fifth. Yeah, we're going all the way down. So do you want me to do all five of mine and then that's Let's it? Let's do or fifth, fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth. fifth, fifth, fifth. Yeah. Okay. So I want to make this stipulation very quick. I have a few honorable mentions because my all time list changes a lot. One, two, and three are solid. One, two, and three will always be my one, two, and three. But four, five, and on back are constantly shuffling. So honorable mentions that didn't make the list, but on any other day could definitely make the list. Tim Richmond, Fireball, Roberts, Terry Labonte, Harry Gant, and Morgan Shepard. Any day Morgan of the week. Shepherd. Any day of the week, any of those guys could okay. make my top ten, top five of all time. But okay. they did not. How the cards fell today... And my fifth most favorite driver of all time, I also made the the distinction that my current favorite drivers are not eligible for my all-time favorite drivers list. I didn't make that stipulation, but they're not there anyways. Okay, yeah, I made that stipulation. So in fifth place is the Silver Fox of David Pearson. I am a huge David Pearson guy. I like winners. Yeah. I like winners. And David Pearson, that boy was a winner. <laughs> that yeah. boy was an all-time winner. Here's one of the ways I'm going to make people mad. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for this, man. You ready for this? I'm excited for this. In fifth of my all time is Dale Earnhardt Sr. Fifth, fifth. I, so that doesn't actually surprise me as much as you'd think, yeah. because most people, until he, I, I will make this until he died, most people were either he was your number one driver or he was dead last. Yeah, you loved him or hated him. Yeah, of course now people have all kind of gratitude gravitated towards everybody really like it our lord and savior dale earnhardt our lord senior. and savior dale earnhardt uh <laughs> the dale earnhardt of the trailer park the white trash god in the words Gosh. of eminem so that doesn't surprise me too bad i think okay. that's fine i think i have no problem with that yeah i think he probably would have had the chance to get higher on that list if he would have not turned right but <sighs> all right who's your fourth place? <laughs> who's your fourth place pick turn fike my fourth place pick is now this guy i mean it depends. Uh, it's another guy that some people really like, some people really didn't. My P4 is Kyle Petty. Wow. I, I love do, Kyle that's, Petty. That's a big wrong. Yeah. That's See, a big wrong. People either love him or hate him. I'm a big Kyle Petty fan. I'm when actually kind of hurt about where your brain is right iconic NASCAR now. cars. I have his die cast sitting right up there. It's the 42 Mellow Yellow. That's a classic. It's an all-time great. And I just love Kyle Petty. Of course, I'm also a fan of someone else with the last name of Petty. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> He's a great commentator. It's pretty funny. He says some stuff that, that always leads to entertainment. He, he tells the truth. He tells it like he sees it. My fourth place? 
Let's hear it. Jeff Gordon. Fair. Rainbow Warrior. Rainbow Warrior. Put him above Dale Earnhardt. Good. If it cuts back in here and you hear Green laughing in the background, it's because I've cut out an absolutely <laughs> awful joke that he made. Just forewarn. Keep go- okay, okay. Let's 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 get past that. Let's get past that. Now, I I genuinely did put them in that order because of what I thought skill was. Oh yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that's awful. God, I hope that joke's gone. If people just you hear get you points laugh. deducted for dying. Wow. Okay. Third place, turn five. Third place is now. There are two people that I like. All three, all three of my top three are normally set. So this is the top three where if you ask me any time, these will be the top three that I will give you. All right. In third place is the Iron Man. Crashed so many times that I think he's probably insane because of all the brain damage he got. And that is the 28 car of Davy Owls. Anybody that knows me knows how much I love Davy Owls. So you're you're saying favorite. You're not saying best. No. Okay. This is purely favorites. Gotcha. I don't. Did we communicate that beforehand? No. That's that's why I have. Yeah. Continue though. Okay. So he's ranking his top five on talent. Yeah. I'm ranking my top five on how much I. Which like I'm it. gonna be honest, the talent's what I care about most. So it's yeah, almost pretty go. identical. There you, go, there you go. So yeah, I'm ranking on favorite. Anybody that knows me knows how much I love Davy Allison. I have a Davy little Davy Allison shrine set up in my room. I've got a signed Halloween hat. I've got several Davy Allison things. Davy's. I mean, I just love him. So, Davy Allison comes P3 on my list. P3 for me is Jimmy Johnson. Um, nothing too exciting as far as excitement goes, but to me, he won five in a row, seven championships, and one of the most competitive eras you could. There's not a dark joke to that one. That one's... Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> His wait. career has died. Yeah, he hasn't been great in IndyCar, except for at Texas. So, there you go. He technically led a lap in the Indy 500. Yay. Yay. Number two for me is Dale Earnhardt Sr. Okay. He's number two on my list. You know, my my dad was a massive Dale Earnhardt fan. My my family were massive Dale Earnhardt fans. They talked to him several times, and Dale was always really nice to my family. Dale Earnhardt wasn't always nice to certain people. Um, he raced with my cousin. He, he knew my cousin Clarence from the pre-NASCAR race days. And uh, when he found out my family were related to that guy, they always he always treated them pretty good. I have lots of signed stuff and stuff that Dale gave my family. So Dale Earnhardt, I mean, legend, man, legend. So he takes my P2 spot. P2 for me is Richard Petty, the king. I know that's probably foreshadowing of one of the next picks that are going to be said. But 200 wins, seven championships. What more can you say? Yes, he didn't fight the strongest people all the time, but he still had 200 wins. So my P1 is Richard Petty. So knew it. Green Green knows me well enough to know that Richard Petty's like my all-time hero. You have about 37, 43 diecasts in here. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot. I have signed hats. I've got signed shirts. I've got the jerseys. I've got all sorts of stuff. Richard Petty's. I mean, he's the king, and to me, he's the he will always Man be the, the king. He yeah. is the king for a reason. And like I said, I'm a fan of winners, and nobody won as much as Richard Petty did. But this person would have if they would have done a full season. I know exactly who you have. David Pearson yep. is my number one guy, which is weird because three championships and a whole lot less races than Richard Petty ever Yeah, that's ran. very true. And 105 wins. 
I will just go out and say it that if I was ranking on all-time driving talent, I would have Pearson ahead of Petty. Yeah. They're both incredible. They were both very good. I think, like anything, Richard was, you know, the GOAT, of course. But every pretty much every one of Richard Petty's wins were without Pearson. But pretty much all of Pearson's wins were involved with Richard Petty. Yeah. So head-to-head, I think Petty just had the best car before anybody else. Yeah. And Pearson was the only guy that could keep up with him. Exactly. The moment that comes to mind, I don't remember if it was a Daytona 500 or if it was just a race, but David Pearson and Richard Petty were so far ahead of third place that when they wrecked on the last lap, whoever could get their car fired up first was going to win the race. That's I, how I far remember, ahead they were. I remember that. I can't I can't remember if it's a 500 or not. Yep. It's about the time, so. Yep. So, now we're going to go to our top 5 drivers. You can start off current. All right, for these, let's just run through them because Sweet. these are a little less meaningful than all time. Um, my top five, probably in this order, are William Byron, yep. Joe Iligano. And that's, that you started with number one. Yes, okay. with number one, sorry. William Byron, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Chastain. There you go. That's a good list. Yeah. I would say. My list is slightly different. Um, you might notice that... Uh, all of my guys have a B in their name, <laughs> and I can't tell you why. So, starting from P5, my fifth favorite current driver is Bubba Wallace. I love him, and of course, he drove the 43 car. And to me, like, I'm not a big Eric Jones guy, but I'm much bigger on Eric Jones now because he's in, the, a couple years ago. he's in the 43 car. So, the 43 car will always have you higher on my list. Number four is Ryan Blaney. Number three is William Byron. Number two is Alex Bowman. Shocking. Yep. For Who's the lo- number one? For then? the longest time, Alex Bowman was my guy. <laughs> you know who number one no, is. No, who is it? You know. You know exactly who my number one favorite who is driver it? is. The number one position. This guy has ran my leaderboard from being my least favorite driver to my favorite oh, driver. Oh, Kyle Bush. It is the 18 of Kyle Bush. It is wild. I was the biggest Kyle Busch hater yeah. for a long time. And I'm I'm sitting here calling for more entertainment and more personalities. And he's it. And he's delivered it. So Kyle Busch is my number one, which is wild. Now, of course, I'm going to be rooting for whichever one of these guys is in the lead of the race. Yeah. You know, but yeah. So there you go. Awesome. That's my top five current. Now we are going to move on to the top five tracks in, I don't want to say in the Cup Series. Just NASCAR, just NASCAR esque USA, USA. Yeah, top five tracks that are NASCAR affiliates. Exactly. Yeah. So, this one will run down five through one. Okay. Um, Do you want to go first with your number five track? Uh, Yeah, sure. My fifth favorite track is Darlington. That's a good one. Yep. I just think it's so cool how it's the story behind why it's the shape that it is, where they couldn't buy that pond. Yeah, and they just had to build around it. That is really cool. You know, it's just it just gives it character. It has some it has some personality to it because of you know the whole lady in black thing, mm-hmm. and it's the first asphalt yeah. race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's got a lot to it. And the first race is a pretty funny story. Yeah, I, I don't know if you know that one. Do I've, you? I know, I've I haven't thought about it. In Basically, a while, no yeah. one had good enough tires to last more than any time on the. Oh, track. and he had the truck tires, and somebody yep. had big old truck tires on it. And he won by like nine laps because he didn't have to pit very yep, much. That's crazy at all. That's pretty cool. So that is my number five. All right, my number five is going to be the Daytona International Speedway. 
I'm not Enough a big said. <laughs> I'm not a big super speedway racing fan, but just the history of that and you got to admit it's entertaining whether or not it's the best race or not, it's entertaining. Daytona is fourth on my list. Yeah. I am a big super speedway guy. I love super speedways. There are just tracks I like better. Now, facility-wise, Daytona, that's the track that I've been to the most other than Bristol, which spoiler alert is on this list. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have such I have so so many good memories of Daytona being there for all these races. I was in the uh the dual or yeah, the dual races uh hanging out with Artez and Damani from Two Guys One Track. That's a great memory of mine. Um just getting to meet everybody at Daytona. So, I had to put it on the list. So, Daytona is yeah. at number 4. My number four is um, a little bit of an upset because it's not a track that you hear about on the national schedule. Oh, you wait for my next one. <laughs> Hickory Motor Speedway. Oh. Now, facilities need some work. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But just it's such a difficult track. It's it's a constant turn. You don't get a break. And I feel like if you take, let's take the trucks there be hectic because yeah. no <laughs> yeah but just saying hickory is is oh, an yeah. awesome track with awesome history that's a good that's a good pick that's a good pick what's your number three this is where i feel like you might be taken back or not you're either gonna see this coming or you're not gonna see this my third favorite track is kind of a it just barely qualifies because number three is coda no, it qualifies. It, I mean, it's new. And like I said, I'm a big road course guy. Yeah. And that is one of my favorite tracks of all time, not not even considering NASCAR. It's just the best racetrack in America. I may be just boomer, saying. but I'm okay with right turns. No, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, love it. I, I like left and right turns. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, Coda comes in for P3 on my list. Awesome. P3 for me is going to be the true home of the championship race, Homestead Phoenix. Miami Speedway. Oh. See, no. See, the joke was no. that we talked about no. how much we hated Phoenix. No. See, that's the joke, though. Phoenix sucks. That was the joke. Homestead Miami Speedway is the true home of the Cup Series Championship. I, I agree. just My biggest memories, like one of my best memories of watching NASCAR as a kid, 2011, Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards tied for the point lead at the end of the race. Tony Stewart gets the tiebreaker. Don't believe that was the right call. It's because of the stupid playoff yep. chase format. Yep. But nonetheless, that is a race I remember sitting in the living room watching as a kid. And that track is yeah. just... The, a lot of fans' memories are made from that track because of the championship race being yeah. there. So 100%. That is, that is definitely up there on my list, number three. <clears throat> number two for me... I feel like we may have the same tracks here. At number two? And one. Oh, I can tell you right now we don't. Really? I can tell you right now we don't. Number two for me is Bristol Motor Speedway. Okay. Bristol at two. I mean, what is there not to say about Bristol Motor Speedway? Yeah, Bristol Motor Speedway is awesome. Half mile, high banking. Beauty. Such a good time. Mwah, chef's get mwah. Having some of the best racing on the entire calendar. And it's a big old coliseum. I like want to make just... the stipulation. We're talking about Bristol pavement. 
Not Bristol dirt. Not dirt. <laughs> We're not talking about Bristol dirt. That is my number two. Go ahead and put. give me your number one. Nope, you do your number two right Okay, now. my number two is Martinsville Speedway. What it's more? A, it's it's two dollar hot dogs. It's what can track. I say? <laughs> but good track. Old as the sport. Yep. That's my number two. Yep. I might have got a kind of a surprise here for, for number one. Really? Number one is a track that is all very near and dear, at least to me and Dylan's hearts. This is the track where if you can win at this track, it means you're something special. The deep-rooted history in this track makes it a crown jewel for anybody. And that's why Texas Motor Speedway is number one. Hold on, wait. Nope, that was, nope, that was my least favorite track list. Sorry. I was um, about to be mad. <laughs> what I meant to say, and this is kind of shocking. Don't validate <laughs> Marcus's comments. <laughs> This is th- I'm still going to kind of shock you here because my number one favorite racetrack of all time is Hickory Motor Speedway. Okay. Hick- I put Hickory at, at number one. Am I biased because I commentated my first race there? Absolutely. Yes. But. But, I, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, I had it at number four. Everything about it. Yeah, number one for me. Yeah. I love Hickory. I'd, if they could get that track and build an actual track, <laughs> that would yeah. be incredible. So, Hickory takes my number one spot. That is good call. Now, going off of that, I want to add a little caveat here. Caveat. 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 Something. I don't know the exact How do Danny Caveat, the F1 driver? Not that. Okay. Trash. Actually, I don't know. Is he good? I mean, he's not in the sport anymore. Oh, see? <laughs> that's what I meant. So, <laughs> we want to add three tracks. No logistics. Just... Doesn't even matter if you don't think the cars could race well there. Just where do you want to see NASCAR go? This is regardless of if we had to do heat races and only twenty of them could race. This is okay. Uh, no matter my, what, some of my tracks I don't think a NASCAR stock car could physically do. But okay. that did not stop me from putting them on this list. All right, let's see. Who's your first? Okay, so my first track I would like to see NASCAR go to is my favorite track of all time. It is. If you ask me, what's your favorite track? Easy. Spa. Spots in Belgium. For F1 fans immediately know what I mean when I say spa. Yeah. But it's Circuit de Hot Spa, Francochamps, whatever it is. It's Relaxing. No, that is... Ab- no. I want to go to the spa. Circuit de Spa. No, it's it's in Belgium. It's my favorite racetrack of all time. Hmm. Eau Rouge into, into Radion, into the Camel Straight. It is, it is just the greatest feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It is so cool. So that's that would be my spot as spa. My first one is going to be Hickory Motor Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I'm yeah. just going to get that one out of the way because yeah. we were just talking about it. Yeah, that yeah. needs to be added. Yep, 100%. There's not a way to add it. They need to do a do lot it. of work first. A lot of work. A lot of work. So much work. They even need to repave. Oh, yeah. Like, I like the character of the track right now, but for it's, cup it's cars... It's only got a couple years before that is just done. Exactly. So they, they're they going to have to repave that. But Go ahead and repave it now. Exactly. Just get it out of the way. Yep. So, I would say Hickory's going to be my first one. What's your second track? My second track that I listed is a racetrack that I think has a lot of rich history to it. And that is Monza. You might notice the theme of F1 tracks. Yeah. Monza is, it's called the Temple of Speed, and it's called the Temple of Speed for a good reason. Monza is an incredible racetrack. They also have an oval, and oh, gosh. under no circumstance <laughs> should anyone, should anyone run on the oval. 
But <laughs> if you want to die, run on the oval in winter time. In winter time, in the wet. No, but it's a super nice. it's a super duper track, dude. It always produces very jaw-dropping racing. Uh Charles Leclerc versus Lewis Hamilton 2019, Pierre Gasly's just insane victory in 2020 when everyone wrecked out. Daniel Ricciardo 2021, always great racing there. So I'd love to see stock cars wheel that track. I don't think they could if if they got up to the speeds, there's no way they could stop in time, but I'd like to see them try it. My second track to renovate, I say renovate, to put on the schedule, Bowman Gray. Oh, yeah. Dude, that would be, make it a points race is my only thing. I don't want it to be an exhibition. I want it to be a points race. Full send, heat races would have to happen to make it work. Bowman Gray. So you have long road courses where you can kind of describe some of the track. Mine's a quarter mile around a football field with no banking. It's pretty pretty self-explanatory. There's not much to add there. Okay, so... This is kind of like a dual thing because I would love to have another NASCAR race in Japan. I think that would be awesome. So the first race in Japan was called the Coca-Cola 500. It was in 1998, and it was in Motegi. That's not how you say that. I cannot pronounce Japanese words. Motegi, and uh, it's on the, it's it's in Japan. Now, what would also be cool, I would love to take them back to Suzuka. Suzuka is a incredible racetrack in Japan. Um, it's got a bridge. It's got all sorts of stuff. It's got a great spoon curve, a, uh, a hairpin in there. Fantastic racetrack. Absolute fantastic racetrack. Very technical. Rewards talent. Rewards skill. Yep, so Suzuka is a great vote for mine. Or the ovals that they ran the uh, the the other Japanese race, um, just something in Japan. Twin rig Motegi. 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 So. Motegi. Yep, just Japan is enough for me. My last one is one that would not work unless they did some uh, changing to the layout because um, stock cars, especially with their new steering, could not make this hairpin turn. Long Beach Street Circuit. That would be insane. Have do you have you seen the Long Beach Street Circuit? Yeah, that one that's coming around, like going back to the start finish line. Yeah, is that the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, that one's wild. Yeah, they would need to do some work to figure that out. 100%. But to me, there would not be much passing. No, if any at, at all. all. <laughs> but it'd just be crazy to see stock cars running around there. That'd be super cool, though. I'd totally like to see that. Yeah. Yep. So put legend cars on it. That'd be cool, man. <laughs> put legend cars on Long Beach. You know what would be super cool for NASCAR to do? Is a what? weekend like a weekend like Bristol or something? Get almost every local series you can get to run there throughout the week. Legends have legends, and then work your way up through the series. And then it's like, yeah, you know what we see at local short tracks is like, you know, Bandoleros, Legends, Late Models, Vintage, Vintage. Trucks. Why don't you just literally bring it for one weekend? It's literally Bandoleros, Legends, Late Models. Trucks. Well, first of all, bandoleros do not to be bandoleros do not need to be on Bristol. No, okay. Well, we'll they don't need to be on the four tenth mile tracks we go to. We'll say we'll say legends, maybe. Even that's pushing it. Yeah, but I think it'd be cool to like make like a show like the entire ladder for one weekend. Yeah, start and like make it like a big educational thing. Like, hey guys, we want to get you if you want to get and started in NASCAR. This is what it looks like. Yeah, legends. Late models. I like that. You know, local trucks. You know, do that. That'd be super cool. So now that we're done with that, 
we were going to mention some other favorite people from other different series that we would often, well, we were not really going to talk about, but just other people in different series. So I want to run through who I root for in other series. Now, anybody that knows me will know this pretty easy. In Xfinity, I'm a diehard Ty Gibbs fan. Ty Gibbs is the guy. Noah Gragson, close P2, love both of them. Awesome. Uh, truck series, hosts of our Chandler Smith. Those are my guys. Uh, moving across the pond, Formula One. Charles Leclerc is my guy. I really like Max Verstappen. Really, really love Valtteri Bottas. NF2, Theo Porcher is a, my guy. Dennis Hauger, Ralph Boschong, Liam Lawson, a lot of guys. I uh, don't really have anybody for F3. Um, MotoGP, as little as I watch it, Mark Marquez is the guy. I like Mark Marquez a lot. That's about that's about what I that's about the motorsports I follow. Oh, IndyCar, uh, Joseph Newgarden, Colton Herta, those are my two guys. Indy Lights, there's this Rasmussen guy from Denmark. <laughs> I root for him because <laughs> I'm Danish, so uh, root for all those guys. But uh, that's about it. I'm trying to think of anything else. NASCAR Mexico, I like Regina Servant. She's See, super cool. I don't. I don't have the free time to go watch all these <laughs> series. I'm I, lucky. I like it. I'm lucky to see the Cup Series race on a weekend. I know, man. I I, so. I try to squeeze it in there so I I know what I'm talking about at least for. Hey, I even watch like Formula One esports in my spare time. <laughs> I watch esports now. This goes for everything, and I think that there is a future for racing esports. Yeah, the NASCAR e like the the Coca Cola Cup Series and stuff. It is super cool to see an actual series that is actually spec. Every car is the exact same. You cannot blame your equipment. Yeah. You know, I mean, there is... Uh, here's the thing. That is cool. Here's the thing. Motorsports is easy to get bored of on TV if it's not given a perfect show. Yeah. The saving grace for a bad race is the ad track experience. What you lose with esports—that's my biggest thing. Yeah, and that's well. If you're just gonna sit down and watch a race, then you're just sitting down and watch a race. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. Yeah, you know. And then of course, what's super cool is even in esports where the cars are the exact same, there are still guys that are constantly winning. Yarno Otmir that runs Formula One esports, dude is insane. Dude is actually insane. <laughs> he won the championship. He's won the championship like the last couple of years. Dude's insane. Uh, Freddie Rasmussen is up there as well. Um, but, you know, it, even in that, there's guys that stand out. Yeah. So, to me, if I like racing, doesn't matter what form it's in. Yeah. I like it. All right. Cool. Speaking of racing that we like and where we'll be, this weekend we will be at Anderson Motor Speedway in South Carolina for the Southeast Super Truck Series races. It's going to be a great time if you can make it down there. It's $15 ticket. You get... Super truck racing, you get limited late model racing, bandoleros, legends, and you cannot forget the vintage and the vintage outlaws. It's a great night of racing. You get all that diversity of short track auto sport. It's really, really a good time. On the uh, Southeast Super Truck spot, like our top three drivers right now, Tim Lawless, DJ Knipe, Caleb Bradley, they've been all fighting for the win and putting on an amazing show. Then you got our uh, late model guys, Bryce Applegate, John Gallman, and uh, TJ Lawless. Bryce Applegate at Hickory the other night put off a beating of a race. It wasn't even close. No. He, he ran off Six and a half seconds. And then the battle for second was still insane. Like, they were all over each other for second place. 
But Bryce ran away with it. It was a great night of racing. I'll be curious to see if somebody can uh, catch up and uh, put Bryce Applegate in his place. But we'll we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, you get a whole ton of racing for that $15 ticket. It's going to be a great time if you can make it down there. And something else is going on this weekend. We have the Cup Series at Nashville. Woo! Now, we do not know who won picks for Sonoma because, like we said, we're recording this week We before. will assume that I lost. <laughs> yes, we assume, as always, the default, which is Turnpike loses because common sense says that Turnpike loses. So, Turnpike, who do you got for Nashville Super Speedway? I mean, it doesn't matter who I pick at this point. All my the guys I really want to pick are gone. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, Stenhouse. I don't know. He's been on a Ricky good run. Stenhouse. He's been on a good run as of recent. Might as well. That's going to come to an end now that I've picked him. But Let's see. I want to pick somebody close to him. I want to make it yeah, interesting. You're playing with me. Yeah, I kind of am. I kind of have some wiggle room to play. Let's see. Um, I'm going to go with the number 42. Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. Here's a, here's a quick question. Do you think Ty Dillon keeps the 42 next year? Mm, yeah, because that, that team, do they not have a uh, partnership with RCR? They do. I think that keeps it. I think they're, I mean, they're, they're I similar. I bet part of Richard's deal is like, hey, you could. Uh, All I'm saying. Or maybe he maybe Richard isn't saying it, but maybe the owners of uh, Petty GMS are going, let's not fire his grandson. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. I'm just saying, Noah Gregson's getting, he's working his way up there. He's going to need a cup ride here soon. Right now, that's about the only ride that's going to be open. Because you can't send him to Hendrick. No. You're not getting rid of, they're probably not getting rid of Austin Dillon. No. I mean, grandson. And, well, I've heard people talking about this. Is Austin Dillon is starting to get really involved in the the sport business of NASCAR. Yeah. He's got that reality TV show coming out, all that kind of stuff. It wouldn't be surprised if he kind of was like, hey, I see a future for myself in the business side of NASCAR. Yeah. And he gave up that three car. I like, doubt he will. I don't th- like. I don't think he will. But I, f- every, from everybody that I've known that's talked to Austin Dillon, he's a, he's a pretty cool dude. And he would, be yeah. the, he would be the guy that's like, hey, I've run my course. I've done this. I've got a great career waiting for me outside of the car. Yeah. I'm going to get started on that and give somebody a great chance to run in a good car. Yeah. Huh? You never know. It wouldn't surprise me either way. If he decided to keep it, don't surprise me. You're in the three car. Why would you leave? Why? If he leaves, wouldn't surprise me. He'd be the guy to do it. Yeah. So either way. So that's just what my opinion is, but that's about all I got. All right. Quick episode. Yeah. Well, I say that. We said it's going to be quick. We're at 40 minutes on the recording timer right now. Wild. Which means it'll probably be about 20 minutes once yeah. you get <laughs> We'll see, man. We'll see. It was a heavy first few minutes with my jokes there for a minute. That got dark. Well, that will wrap up this below-average episode of the world's most below-average NASCAR podcast. Absolutely. Right sides only. Follow me on Twitter at you a big stupid loser. Wait, no, that's not my That handle. would make sense. My my handle is turnpike underscore. You better see if that's available because that, that describes <laughs> you. You big would, stupid loser. Yeah. People would find you a lot easier that way. <laughs> right. People would find me by accident on that point. They're like, hey, that's a turnpike guy. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, turnpike follow, underscore. Follow me at RSL underscore green. Follow the pod on Twitter at Right Sides Pod. And follow it on Instagram at Right Sides Only. 
We have so many different handles. We have, yeah, we got to work on getting those <laughs> together. <laughs> but some guy who hasn't posted in ten years has right sides only taken on, yeah, Twitter. I hate that. And it's weird. It does. It looks like a parody account of some sort. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, we'll need to. I don't know how you cease can, and desist. Yeah, I don't know. That's copyright. Can you see something that's not? <laughs> nope. Going. <laughs> nope. Anyways. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Right Sides Only, where if you ain't right, you get $3 in cheesecake, but you can't eat it until your birthday. Boogity. Boogity, boogity. Amen.